Hello. It's Christy Gray, your newest hype girl and astrologer. Welcome to the Cosmic Hotline. Hi, gorgeous, and welcome to this week's episode of the Cosmic Hotline. Before we dive into anything related to the stars, I wanted to take this opportunity to say thank you for tuning in, coming on the celestial journey with me, but more importantly, I hope that you've had the most magical start to 2023. If you tuned into last week's episode, you would have probably picked up that I've been doing a lot of reflecting and thinking about who is the person that I want to become stepping into 2023. And I think that reflection, even when it's not Mercury retrograde, is integral for becoming the best versions of ourselves. But more importantly, how we step into and become our highest self. Now, as promised, I wanted to bring you some insight as to what you can expect this week when it comes to the stars in 2023. And I'm a big believer in not rushing these things. I'm a big believer that whether it's when I'm sitting down to write horoscopes or whether I'm tuning into somebody's natal chart, that I actually take some time to think and contemplate because I always see the stars in astrology as a part of a greater whole. Even when it comes to your natal chart, sure, you can Google something singularly. Where is your Chiron placement in the natal chart? What does it mean? What sign is it in? What does that represent or what house that it's in? But it's always really important to know that that Chiron placement or your sun placement or your moon placement, it's a part of something bigger than that singular piece of the puzzle. And so even when I was looking at what was coming up, in 2023. It's imperative that I'm looking at and I'm unpacking the layers of, well, where have we been? But more importantly, where are we going? And how does this fit into the bigger scheme of things? I always say when I'm connecting with someone is that I build your astrology story. So just this episode today is based on the 2023 stars. We're essentially building on our collective astrology story and then also you're building this into your own life and how this relates to you and your own story. Now, in my opinion, I believe that this episode has come at the perfect time. There was a reason that I chose not to record this episode last week. Not only because I think that you need space to reflect before you go out and create something. It's important to have that space to actually think about what is possible for me. And I truly believe that not just because I'm now recording this episode, when it's a brand new astrological year, there's some energy that comes with that. But we also have a Cancer full moon on the horizon on the 7th of January, so in a couple of days time. And it's going to form a really interesting aspect to the planet Uranus and Uranus rules change, revolution, it rules rebellion, and it's about how do you break free. And so I actually think diving into this year's stars is really important to align with this cancer full moon, because this is your opportunity to actually think about how can I break free in my own life? Now, last week I talked about a breakthrough. This week I'm talking about how do you break free? 
So before I dive into the Cancer full moon and what you can expect astrologically this week, I want to take you through what's going to be happening in 2023. There's some really pivotal moments that are going to be occurring, but more importantly is that opportunities will exist everywhere. That is my prediction for 2023. It doesn't mean things are going to be easy. It doesn't mean that you're going to be not faced with challenges. But what it does mean, it's up to you to write your story. It's up to you to look for those opportunities and be really proactive in your own life. And so I wanted to give you some insight as to what's going to be happening with the planet Jupiter because Jupiter is the planet of expansion, abundance, and luck, and how do we tap into our inner wisdom? I want to give you some insight into Saturn, because Saturn really marks an ending cycle for us next year, and we'll do right through in 2026. And anywhere that Saturn is transiting in your natal chart is important that you pay attention, because there's an opportunity for you to upgrade that area of your life. I want to talk about the nodal axis because things will be changing mid-2023. How does that pertain to your purpose, the direction that you're heading in, but more importantly, what parts of yourself that you need to leave behind? The planet Venus will be retrograding and Venus rules over relationships, money, and our values. So how is this going to relate to you? And to add to all of that, is Pluto, the planet of birth, death, and transformation, is going to be giving us a taste of what we can expect for the next decade in 2023. So let's start with the planet Jupiter, because everybody loves a little bit of Jupiter energy. So just before we said goodbye to 2022, Jupiter had moved into the sign of Aries, and Jupiter spent the majority of 2022 between the signs of Pisces and Aries. Now, right now, Jupiter is in the sign of Aries. So you have from now until May to go after what you want in life. So if you are working with your natal chart, take a look at where Aries is. What house does Aries govern in your natal chart? Do you have any planets in Aries? Jupiter may have already transited through some particular planets in your house depending if you do have some there but essentially overall when we have Jupiter and Aries it's all about forging ahead. This is an area of your life for expansion and abundance and you really have the next five months I would say to go after what you want. Make your mark on the world. Be as grandiose as you want to. Obviously be considerate. That's a really important piece of the puzzle. But use the front half of 2023 to make your mark on this world. Because what's going to happen is that Jupiter is going to move into the sign of Taurus from the 17th of May. And Jupiter being the planet of expansion, moving into the fixed Earth sign of Taurus. Some of the things that you can expect is paying attention to what's right in front of you. It's all about how you trust your innate wisdom because Taurus is ruled by Venus and Taurus represents money, manifestation and mastery. And when I say Jupiter and Taurus, this combination together, it's all about how you build a level of self-trust. And it's also about how you trust in your own innate wisdom. Know that you have all the knowledge, the ideas, the tools, and the resources available to you. 
It's now up to you what you choose to do with them. And a big piece of this is paying attention to what's actually happening, which is actually really timely, especially because last week I talked a lot about being versus doing. And Jupiter and Taurus really does speak into and teach us how to be in the moment and how to pay attention and not feel pulled in lots of different directions. And so there is a real solidarity energy to this. And this will be from May right through until the end of 2023. Because when Jupiter retrogrades in Taurus, it actually doesn't dip back into Aries. And so this energy will be here to stay. When an astrologer is doing any type of forecasting or writing horoscopes, is that we look towards the outer planets because the outer planets create more upheaval or expansion or areas for growth and evolution. Sure, the inner planets are great and they're really ideal when we're exploring our natal chart and trying to understand who we are and who we've come here to be. But when it comes to their transits, they might be here for one or two days and they're on to something else or they're activating something else in our natal chart. And so this is why we tend to look towards Jupiter, Saturn, what's Neptune doing, where's Uranus this year, and Pluto, um, because they help us to understand the larger themes that are essentially playing out. Now, I'm not going to go through everyone today because I wanted to pull out the ones that I believe are the most significant, and I wanted to unpack them in this episode. So we've covered off Jupiter, but what's happening with Saturn? Because Saturn, ruler of time and how we respond to authority and wherever Aquarius is in your natal chart is you've definitely had some lessons probably over the last few years from the planet Saturn purely because it has been transiting in the sign of Aquarius. However, Saturn will be moving into the sign of Pisces on the 7th of March and it's going to stay in the sign of Pisces right through until 2026. And it's really interesting because any time planet moves into Pisces or starts to transit a 12th house, if you're working with your own transits, is it really does mark the end of a cycle. And that's exactly what Saturn in Pisces is doing and is going to be doing. It's not about hard and fast change. It's more about slow and steady wins the race. So how am I foreseeing this? Because of, again, this is a part of a greater whole. Right now, let's be realistic, technology is noisy. And I've spoken a lot about how I believe as a bit of a prediction, not that I have to do them or vocalize them too often, but I do believe that we're moving towards conscious consumption. Whether you're a creator or you're a business owner, it might be how you utilize social media in your business or how you choose to create moving forward. I was only talking to my creative team this morning and we all switched off from social media at some stage or even our phone and looked at the sky and actually spent time connecting with our loved ones. And we had this conversation around how we all were consciously switching off and how do we maintain that moving into this new year. And what I shared and offered up, and when we talk a little bit about Pluto and Aquarius in a moment too, is that I said to the girls, I was like, you know what? There's a reason we're having this conversation today because we're not the only ones having this conversation. 
We're all starting to look at ways that we can consume consciously, whether that is what we buy on a day-to-day basis or how we consume technology. But it's all about how we take ownership over that and more importantly, radical responsibility. I think for some of us, we'll be working towards that incremental ownership because we've already taken a lot of necessary steps in 2022. But then for some of us, that some people are going to need to take radical ownership. Um, Because things are changing, things are evolving, we're never going to stay the same or go back to how we were living before. So know that we'll be craving more connections with people. Even if you're an introvert, you'll be wanting to connect in new and innovative ways. So how you take radical responsibility over how you use your phone, how you choose to connect with people. No more doom scrolling and disassociating. You get to live your life. And that's the really exciting thing with this particular transit. So what I'm going to offer up to you today, which I think is really pertinent to this combination, is if you want to see a change in the world, don't just talk about it, become it. That's what Saturn and Pisces teaches us. I don't know if I've shared this publicly, but A lot of people have asked me about what I foresee happening through an astrological lens over the next few years. And there are some astrologers that do predict doom and gloom. I truly believe, though, that is their own biases being projected onto the client or in the conversation. I definitely think we're moving towards change. And through a psychology lens, anytime we embrace change as a human being, it's unfamiliar, it's uncertain, it doesn't feel safe. And so we resist it. So of course, there's going to be some things that we're going to need to navigate to actually impact change globally. However, I don't necessarily see us really taking action until 2027. And so we've got over the next couple of years is what I'd say, we're kind of starting to move through all this Pisces energy. And Pisces helps us to connect and realize and understand we're actually a part of a greater whole. But that's not about taking action. And so there's this divide that we have had is that we're going to start to realize that it's important to consider other people's opinions. We don't have to agree with them, but how do we remain curious? How do we ignite a growth mindset? And how do we become more inclusive is what I would say. Because really that Aries energy, it's going to start to heat up probably mid-decade. We're going to really start to see, okay, we've now talked about this a lot. We've now realized that we need to find some solutions here, Pisces energy. And then when we start to see that Aries energy kick in, that always starts the beginning of a new cycle. And so we've got a bit of work to do, is what I would say, but it's not doom and gloom. The stars are serendipitously celestial, is what I would say this year. And so some of the things that you can do, what does this look for you on a day-to-day basis? Or what do I foresee some of the trends being? I definitely think we're already seeing them with ritualistic living, whether it's turning your morning routine into something that's really truly special for you, whether that's setting up an altar or pulling an oracle card or a tarot card. It's how do we build a connection with ourselves and how do we ritualize it? Our spirituality will continue to grow and I foresee some continued growth in the psychedelic space, which I think is really exciting, is we are all right now searching for meaning and purpose. Anytime we have a big Piscean Neptune flavor, we're always asking that question, what gives me meaning and purpose? We're trying to understand who are we? Now, this is the one I'm the most excited about. And I'm the most excited about the planet Pluto, purely because we have had Pluto over the last decade moving through the sign of Capricorn. 
And for the first time in 2023, we're going to get a taste of what Pluto and Aquarius feels like. And Aquarius as an archetype, because it is the, ruled by Uranus, is all about revolution and rebellion. And when we think of the planet Pluto, Pluto is the ruler of Scorpio. It's all about breaking something down. It's all about transformation. It's about rebirth. It's about empowerment. There's an element even of being, are you the victim or the victim? door with this particular archetype. So when we see Pluto in Aquarius and it's going to dip its toes into the sign of Aquarius on the 23rd of March this year, this is all about understanding, kind of makes sense, right, with even having the Saturn and Pisces thread, that we are a part of a greater whole. Aquarius helps us to think about how we leave the world a better place how we realize that leaving and impacting humanity in a really profound way doesn't just affect us, it's actually affecting generations to come. So there is going to be a huge breaking down of structures over the next decade. We're going to see continued changes in cryptocurrency. I definitely think with political leaders, we're going to see changes. We're going to have a lot more call for accountability on a personal level. Of course, we're going to be looking at how our actions are a part of a greater whole, but also who are we in the bigger scheme of things? There's a real soul revolution that's coming. How we consume information, again, I'm going to bring this one up. Are you going to hear a lot about this, which is also going to impact what I'm sharing with you as well, because I want to make sure it's always adding value because I'm really grateful and I understand that even by you consuming the podcast, you're choosing to spend time with me today. And that's something I'm eternally grateful for. So our relationships with technology, because Aquarius is all about how we utilize technology. There is a real element to this. And so you can start to see, and this is what I love about astrology, whether I'm look, working with somebody's natal chart, whether I'm looking at my own, or whether I'm looking at even the stars, there's always, everything is kind of feeding into each other. And so it makes sense. Now let's kind of get granular because these are the bigger types of, say, themes that are playing out. But if you're wanting to understand what does this look like for you on a personal level for your sun sign, which is your star sign, or your ascendant, I've actually linked in the show notes below your 2023 horoscope. So you can dive into those. They include a personal annual mantra. There's also opportunities for this year. Also, how do you lean into your dreams and desires? Now, there is a couple of things I still need to tell you about, which is the nodal axis and Venus retrograde, because we are just about to end Mars retrograde, which can I tell you between Mercury retrograde and Mars retrograde momentarily, I'm going to be so happy to say goodbye to both of them. Definitely there was some energy that was feeling a little bit heavy, I would say, towards the start of this week for a few different reasons based on the cosmic connections happening. However, any time Mars, the planet of action, is in retrograde, it's a slowing down period. But then also with Mercury thrown in the mix, we have to be more mindful of the conversations that we're having with each other, but more importantly, the conversations we're having with ourselves. So Venus is the planet of beauty, love, money, and values. And this year, Venus is going to be retrograding. It happens biannually. It's something that we experience. And you're going to be feeling this from July to September. 
And so the 23rd of July is when Venus starts to retrograde. Now, a couple of key things with this combo is that number one is because it will be retrograding in the sign of Leo, there is going to be a huge theme around what you're passionate about. What ignites your creativity? How do you express yourself? Do you give yourself permission to shine? We're going to get a double whammy of us reviewing our relationships just purely because of what's happening with the nodal axis around that time too. So that's going to be an opportunity. Really take a look at, am I following my passions? What are some of the money lessons that I need to either work through, whether it's a money block or whether it's working towards more of an abundant mindset? We're going to definitely have some of those key themes there. Now, the caveat I would say, and of course, we're going to unpack this close to the time, but I always think it's interesting to share, is that most people, what do I do or what do I don't do when Venus is retrograding? And I'm always saying, never start a new relationship interesting because that was totally when Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian hooked up and I remember sharing a lot online. I think even one of the articles I wrote for media I put at the bottom is don't do a Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson even though I'm obsessed with Pete Davidson. It doesn't mean you can't make it work but it just may may not have sustainability is what I would say. It depends obviously of what's happening within the connections in their natal charts. Don't ever get any Botox or any beauty treatments during Venus retrograde because what can tend to happen is we might be seeing something with rose-colored glasses or we might think something's a really good idea. That's when normally people cut a fringe and then after Venus has gone direct, they'll hold up. Why did I actually do that? It's all about how can you be extra but without the drama. And then on the 13th of August, we get this beautiful Venus star point, which happens every year where Venus and the sun will connect. So that's going to be a very serendipitous day. So more on that later in the year. Stuck wondering what's on the horizon? Well, astro strategy may be the celestial edge you're looking for. Astrologers gain insight into what's coming up using your transits and progressions. This information is then customized specifically to you and your unique natal chart. And I'm not talking the repetitive information on CoStar, but let's be real, it's a great place to start and it's where I started too. But there's way more insights you can access. And this is why I created my signature formula, Astro Strategy. Astro Strategy is four sessions spaced out over nine to 12 months, you choose. And at each session, we reflect on the last quarter, identifying the sticking points, what's been happening in your life and how you've been managing your time, energy and greatest potential all through the lens of your natal chart. Plus, we explore what's on the horizon. How can we look ahead at the most impactful and influential activations so that you can take big leaps towards your higher self? At each session, you'll walk away with an astro strategy. So think of this as your own personal horoscope and a plan in place to step into the energy of your higher self. If you want to know more, you can head to christygray.com or send me an email at hello at christygray.com for the 411. So how does all this information I'm sharing with you today work in the bigger scheme of things of the direction that you're going in? Well, normally when I look towards direction, I'm looking towards the nodal axis because the nodal axis gives us clues to go, okay, what do we need to let go of and leave behind? And where is the energy or the direction that I need to head in? Because our south node represents past life influence or our comfort zone or what our soul has already mastered. 
and the North Node is our North Star. It's what do we need to do to integrate everything we've already learned and all the wisdom we have to actually channel and work towards our North Node for mastery. And our nodal axis is actually related to the eclipses. And so this year on the 18th of July is the nodal axis is going to change. So at the moment, we've got South Node in Scorpio, North Node in Taurus. And I spoke a lot about, and I've even written some articles on this as well, around how have we been leaning on our inner resources, how have we been working towards pleasure and joy and what's important to us. And more importantly, realize that we can actualize our potential. But that comes down to what we do on a day-to-day basis. When it moves into the Aries Libra axis, because the North Node will be in Aries, the South Node will be in Libra. And so there's an opportunity for us to make some bold moves. New beginnings are on the horizon. Do we have the courage to be a leader? Are we going to forge ahead when it comes to working towards our goals? But how do we do that while still being considerate to the people in our life that are of great importance to us? Because that's what Libra teaches us. It's all about how do we still include everybody that's important to us. And it's not about people pleasing, but it's more so about how do you put on your oxygen mask before assisting others? And how are you intentional about what you choose to do? That's going to be really important um, of how do you forge ahead and work towards what you want and know and have the courage to do so while also knowing, again, everything we've been talking about, that you are still a part of a greater whole. So I'm very aware this is a lot of information, baby. And I always knew that this episode would be because I understand with astrology and as I've shared time and time again, is astrology is a language, not a belief system. You don't just learn a new language by going to a class and then leaving the class and knowing how to speak it fluently. There's little breadcrumbs that you pick up along the way. There's nuance to the cadence of language. And I always say words are wands. And so that's why sometimes, even when I was sharing last week, that you might hear something so many times and then there's just this one moment and the right time where you're open to receive and the penny drops and you're like, oh, I get it. And so I'm going to continue to talk about these. We're not going to be leaving them behind, but I'll try to give you new things to consider in 2023 because that's my goal with the Cosmic Hotline as I can continue to bring you accessible, high vibrational astrology every single week, but also challenge not just my own perspective, but yours too, so we can continue to see things through a growth mindset. And we can continue to work towards how we manage our time, energy, and greatest potential. Now, in saying that, what does this mean for you for this week? Well, with the Cancer full moon that we're about to embark on on the 7th of January at 9.07am on Australian Eastern Standard Time, because that's where I roll. So the sun will be in Capricorn, the moon will be in Cancer. And there's this beautiful connection to Uranus, which is the planet of revolution and rebellion. There's also this connection to the North and South Node. And then we've got with the sun in Capricorn, Mercury's really close by. So as I kind of shared at the beginning, is that this is an opportunity to find safety and security in your world. Anytime cancer is involved, it's all about how do we feel safe? whether we feel safe in the place we live, whether we feel safe in our bodies, there's a real element of safety and security and nurturing our internal world. 
And so if you've had any emotional outbursts this week, even if you're really excited that it's a new year, or if you've even been challenging yourself emotionally to think beyond your realm of possibility, that's really normal. And that's actually a really good thing. It's really important that you take care of you more than anything else. It's a very nurturing energy. The other part to this as well, with Uranus and the North Node thrown in the mix, it's again, you're going to want to break free. So you've got to make sure you've got a right outlet for energy expenditure. Otherwise, you could have a blow up with a loved one or a friend or get frustrated over something. So whether it is spending some time to sit in reflection or quiet and contemplation or having a conversation with a loved one, that will absolutely help you to live in a high vibrational energy. I hope that this episode has given you some inspiration this week. I hope this episode is giving you some hope and giving you some sense of possibility of what's in store for you this year. I have to say, as an astrologer, this has been my most favorite year to date to write horoscopes. And I'm just excited that we all get this breath of fresh air more than anything else. So I'm going to be back next week. And next week, we have a guest expert takeover. Expert takeover is with Kim. Kim is a hypnotherapist. She is a psychologist in training. And we actually had a conversation about sex and intimacy and how that relates to the stars. Kim's actually my friend and she's probably just as obsessed with astrology as I am. So we have a really epic conversation that has a psychology, human behavior lens, but also how does that relate to the stars? So I cannot wait to be back with you next week. So until then, look after yourself, nourish yourself at the full moon, and I'll see you next week.